It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my best pal, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? I'm doing great, Connor. Ready to talk more timely and uh, relevant movie news and views. <laughs> what, what I really love about us is we're right bang on the button. Bang yeah. on that button on of the hot pulse. topics. <laughs> of of relevant topics to talk about. Because the most clicks you get are from the few days after it's released. So we want to do it a month after. Not a, not a, a, three and a bit weeks, I would say, after. <laughs> it came out, I think it was the 26th of October. <laughs> ah, Jesus. Actually, yeah, that's pretty bad. That's not great, actually. No, that's, that's, that's on me. That is on me. I will but, say, uh, one of those weeks, I did have COVID, so I was housebound. So I couldn't leave anyway, even if I wanted to. And one of the other weeks, I just didn't see it. So That is true. That is actually a fact. He was just lazy. But we are back this week. I was busy. Week. I was suing so much. <laughs> but we are back this week, Sean, to finally talk about a movie that everybody's seen. But f- this means we can kind of just do a spoiler special. Oh yeah, straight out full the spoilers right from the yeah. start. If you haven't it's- seen it, you're worse than me. It's, I mean, and that is... That, that is, is a, a sentence level. in itself. <laughs> I would take a long, hard look at myself if someone <laughs> said that about me. Um, but, John, this is here's for hire. I mean, what I wanted to say first, before we get into the review, 
is if everyone could give us a like and review, whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. But Shopify, or Shopify, I said, Spotify. Ah, Spotify. Um, we're on Spotify. If you give us, we're looking for 100 five-star reviews by Christmas. Um, 105 stars. That's what we want. 100, no, 105 one-star reviews by Christmas. Ultimately, it evens out somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what we're looking for. But now, Sean, there's no more talking about everything else. This is a spoiler discussion about yeah. a movie that Marvel Phase 4 is coming to an end. This is the last big hurrah for a phase that everybody's been like, eh, about. It's, it's so, yeah. It's been the mid phase. It's been it's been just not great overall. Mm. I would say. So I mean, we have started doing weird movie reviews here, where we used to do scene by scene, then we just do general thoughts. Now it's kind of just a free for all. So Sean, where would yeah. you like to begin with this? The movie? year is twenty twenty six, and King T'Challa is sick. This is true. So, so yeah. I mean, very strong start to the movie. We're not going to go scene by scene, but I mean, the, the starting uh, first minutes are one of the strongest parts of this film, I think. Yeah, because it opens with Shuri in a panic trying to find a synthetic heart-shaped herb to save T'Challa, who's mm. dying from some mystery unknown illness. Um, th- this stuff was handled very well throughout the whole film. Oh I just my God. Say. Like, Ryan Coogler had such an impossible task for this movie. Whether, yeah. like, whether you like the movie or dislike the movie, I mean, the man wrote a whole script with Chadwick Boseman in the lead, and then his lead character died sadly. Like, he passed away. Like, what can you do? Like, yeah. um, it's a shit situation. But then Ryan Coogler is just kind of left with. Just a script that makes no sense anymore. So he's got to rewrite a whole different movie and he's got to keep the same release date for phase four to be like, okay, well, this is when it's coming out. So we got to redo it. Yeah. And so like the idea of like, like, you know, having the character um, die in in the film um, and we don't like, of course, we don't see him at all um, in, you know, there's no new footage. He hadn't filmed anything for this. But he, he, like his, pre- and this sounds like a, a, a you know a poetic way to talk about it. But his his presence is felt throughout the film. Like it still matters that he was it was the Black Panther. Yeah, I you know what I don't think they could have done that better. Like that whole aspect of this film, um, I ju- I don't think you can do it better. I think this movie. I think this movie had to be made like this. I I don't know any other way it could have been done that you go into the grief. You've got to talk about it because otherwise it's just weird if everybody yeah. just kind of moves on. Um, so like you yeah. had to go into that area and also you had to do it in a mature way. Yeah, and I do think the actors bring their A game probably because they are in grief as well. Yeah. Like, th- th- like any conversation that is had about... T'Challa in this movie you could put the emotions of talking about Chadwick Boseman into Mm. that as a you know from a character point of view Um, so like every actor in this 
like brings their A game and it's unreal. Oh, by the way, can I just say Angela Bassett? Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I mean just destroying everyone. Just every scene, she's, Angela just walked on the set and she's like, "I am going to die if this movie doesn't do well." So I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. She she's just bringing everyone with her. She's absolutely killing it in this movie. She car like she does, and it's so like it's subtle. And it's layered, and like, who, like, who would have guessed Angela Bassett's a very good actor? But I, like, <laughs> I was surprised as anyone, Sean. I know who could have seen that coming, but they're like, I don't think I. I was trying to pick out if there was like a weakest part of this film, um, and it's probably like the little CIA subplot. But oh, and so the movie is two hours forty, and um, yeah. I would say just on a general view, I really like this movie. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, overall, love it. Like, I, I think it couldn't have been done any better. There is bits of it, obviously, that you could change, but the general overall view, I think, for what they wanted to accomplish, they absolutely killed it. Um, yeah, I agree with Martin Freeman, who I love. I mean, obviously, he's great in the role, but that whole scene with him and Julia Louis Dreyfus, like her Valentina De Fontaine character, I don't care. No, it just it doesn't matter. At all, Exa- that like that character is like Martin Freeman's character is only in the movie really, so that they can get to Riri Williams, and then yes. he just has to stick around for a bit afterwards because he um, was in the first one, so they kind of have to bring him back. But it does add minutes to a runtime that's already two forty, so you could yeah. easily cut it back to two twenty five, just getting rid of all that stuff. That's it. It is, it is, it is a long film. Um, but it's not, it, it doesn't suffer a huge amount because of it. Maybe if it was a little tighter, it'd be mm. easy, more easily accessible to people to watch. And, and I do think, I think what probably adds to the length of the film is like the action scenes are kind of spread out. And, yeah. but I, a lot of people were saying that in a negative to be like, oh, it's a bit slow. I see that as a positive. It was letting it build, like, the grief is surrounding everyone in this film. And there's no point in just starting off fireworks, explosions. Oh my God, it's amazing. Let's just sit in it. Let's just, it makes everything that all the characters do make more sense. Like, Letitia Wright as Shuri in this. In the first movie, she's all quips, all yeah. jokes. She's teenage little sister just taking the piss. In this one, her being silent is so much more effective in more scenes. Yeah, and it's this is why this is some of the good stuff that comes with like the cinematic universe and the connected movies is that we've seen what has made that character change, mm. and we've seen we've watched that change happen over years now. At this yeah. point, um, like Shuri in this is like sad. And in grief, and she's angry. angry. She, yeah. Oh, she's like pure vengeance at points. She's confused. She's scared. Like she's everything, and she's just like, and also she's gonna like princess, and then spoilers, queen mm. of a nation of a yeah, global superpower. I really think they did that so well. Like that character grew tenfold. It would in yeah. this film. Um, and that is what grief is like she's feeling all of those emotions all at once and she doesn't understand how to deal with it and then constantly like stay with her normal life Um like my favorite is the anger because a lot of that comes from guilt so like yeah. she's angry but she's more guilty 
on a lower level because she couldn't save him. And she's like, he's my big brother. I'm the smartest person here. And I couldn't fucking save him. And that just makes her angry at the world that like it took him from her. Um, yeah, and she was trying and she couldn't. And, ma- you, you know, she's thinking all of these things. And like, I, I love the element of her character that like, and it was kind of hinted at earlier that she's not as serious and she's jokey and everything. But that's evolved now into like, she wants rid of a lot of the old traditions. Like mm. she's done with it. It hasn't helped her at all. So now she's just focusing on what she knows and what she is able to do. Yeah, like she she can only rely on her strengths. Like and her yeah. strengths aren't the same as the child's strengths. That's just, no. she's a different person. So like she can only rely on what she knows. And I just, yeah, like I, that was one of the major positives out of this. That I was kind of like, they're doing so well. Because a lot of phase four is just quip, 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 joke. Let's not say in anything. Let's just move on. Shiny new thing. I'm not saying anything. Tour love and thunder. Tour love but, and thunder, absolutely. <laughs> but like, the, I think this is the first time in this whole phase where I was like, oh, you can be like slightly mature about this. That like, just trust the audience. They're going to come with you. You just have no music, nothing, just yeah. silence. Like the scene at the bridge, um, the fight yes. on the bridge uh, with Akoya, um, and as she when she's fighting for her life, there's no music. It's just literally her just fighting for her life against um, against Namor's the, like henchman, the, the like one, of, yeah, the one of the Talokan peoples, yeah, and like. And there's, that's such a good scene that in any other one of these movies, I feel like they're putting punchy music over it. She's saying quips. She's saying this. She's she's constantly yeah. like one line in it where she's just like surviving. That's the thing, because in that fight, you see her like realize, OK, I need like I need to I can't win on strength. She has to be clever. And you mm. can see her change her fight style during it. Um, there's one bit where she like jabs the spear in. And then she elbows to spin around. And it's just this really real moment of like, no, that's what someone would do. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't wait for the camera to cut so they could do that. They would just keep going. So my question to you is, obviously Ryan Coogler is an incredibly talented human being. Like yeah. just even putting this out. Everyone and a lovely loved, man by all accounts. And, a lo- and a lo- it seems like a very lovely man. And you know what? That's even more important, <laughs> uh, even if you're talented. But um, I feel like... A lot of people, because of Phase 4 is so weak, and a lot of people were feeling a lot, very down, um, I don't want that to carry over this. There can be good movies in very dry spells. So, is this movie going to get, is this movie seen as better because it follows all the bad stuff, or is it going to get dragged down to like, that's ah, alright, because Marvel's not very good at the minute. Yeah, I, I would like to imagine that the like what came before doesn't affect this. Uh, I like that this is a good movie in a bottle. It's certainly a better movie if you've seen Black Panther. Oh, yeah. L- like, it, 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 it absolutely, like, there's the buy-in of like, no, this is the world and this is the family and this is what goes on. But I think it's just a good movie regardless of the phase it's in. Like, if this came out immediately after Infinity War or Endgame, I think it would still be a very good movie. Yeah, no, and to be honest, I kind of agree. Like, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of talking through some of the talking points I've seen from other people that, like, just maybe some of the negatives that people had with the film that I couldn't really see. Like, as you said, I just kind of went in not 
not expecting anything. I was like, first Black Panther's great. Let's see what yeah. this is like. And I was like, because I was, because they wrote the script, which had Boswell's alive. So let's see what they've come up with. Ryan Coogler, how's he going to do this? And then I came out with going, fuck me, that's even more impressive that they pulled that off somehow. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it, the, the problems that were, the problems that kind of, not plagued, but that affected a lot of movies within phase four was just, uh, as you said, really inconsistent tone, um, wonky CGI for a lot of parts, um, and then stories that didn't seem to have any weight or meaning in the Mm. larger world. Um, And I think this kind of addresses all of them. Um, I will say, the second Ironheart suit, I do not like. It looks like a Power Ranger. (laughs) <laughs> interesting Inter- I also will say I feel Act 2 is a lot slower um, I think Act 1 is very strong Act 3 I think uh, it like builds and then the action scene actually at the end of the movie is very quick it's only like 10 minutes Like it, it- is yeah it's, there's much more time devoted I think, or maybe equal time but it's um, more more of a spectacle is the attack on Wakanda yes um, um, that- and, and- that does kind of bring us on to our next uh, talking point, which is the villain of the piece. Yeah. Um, played by Tedok Huerta um, Mia, um, who is Namor. And I feel like, I think he does a great job. I, I really do. nailed Namor yeah. in this. And especially with the new, like, Aztec um, origin that they've given him. Yeah. Um, I think it all works super well. Like, his story about, like, oh, okay, so the, uh, my people were invaded. They made a deal they went to the oceans i was born and i had to watch my i don't age and i had to watch my mother age and die Mm. um i went back to bury her and i saw people enslaved by the people who made my mother sick yes and it's just and it's again it's vengeance it's the other path that shuri could always take and, like, obviously you can use the... I mean, in my head, I'm like, oh, this is so, like, the first movie. And then, of course, they bring back Michael B. Jordan because Ryan Coogler's smart and everybody. And he's like, yeah. I know it's, like, the first movie. That's the point. Where it's sure he is different. Um, there's no point in T'Challa learning the same lesson again. Namor, I don't think, works as well with T'Challa as Black no. Panther because he's already been through the exact same idea. Like... Just, oh, Wakanda can use their power for different reasons, or we have vibranium, we're better than everyone. Um, he kind of learned those lessons. We're sure he didn't. So, sure he can learn, and she comes at it from a completely different angle, where she's starting angry. She She's starting like she hates the world too, and has to co- raid herself back. Um, and, and also, Namor, by the way, people were complaining about the log origin story that maybe mm-hmm. that adds a few minutes but I think it's a trade-off I think you get a slightly longer movie but you get a more layered villain because then we hear about all of what happened to lead him yeah there. and when when they go down to Talokan and they're like talking in that cave like Namor is very he's not raving he's not like some lunatic no. mad conqueror kind of dude he's just like no this is this is the reality of it we've stayed safe because we've stayed hidden and this is a threat to it. Like, he, Namor is always an anti-hero. And I do think they nailed that in a way that he's not just bad but funny, like Venom is. Yeah. Like, and I, yeah, I, I, they, they always assume anti-heroes have to be funny. 
To be yeah. like he's not he's not funny, but he also has a kind of point that he's like, I'm just defending my people. That I don't want them to find us. We're very happy here. Yeah. Um, and I'm not bothering anyone and they're not bothering me. But if they keep start coming down and taking our stuff and discover us, then we're gonna have problems. Exactly. And the I okay, and just on a very surface level thing. I love that he's like they've gone with the mutant thing. Like he has yeah. two little wings on his ankles. Because we did a Hero Zero on Namor a while ago. If people don't know, Namor is the first published mutant in Marvel Comics um, because all the other Atlanteans, yeah, they have the breathe underwater powers, but there's no explanation for the wings on his ankles. Those are just something he has. Um, mm-hmm. And I love... I just love that they're in the film and they've ke- they're keeping that with the character. I feel it would be very easy to get rid of those and no one would really bother. Also, very it. easy to make it look fucking stupid. Yeah, but, but they, it looks they so cool. They're terrifying. They're so scary. They're like you when you see them like flap up. You're like, oh, okay, he's gonna move, and then he moves quick. Yeah, man. like and my favorite is like him flight, and he's like jumping. He's like yeah. leaping off air. Like and I think the bit that really sets it off is the bit with the helicopter to start in the darkness because yeah. it's just like he can just fucking fly up, rip that helicopter in two, and just kill those people. Like nothing can stop him. It doesn't matter where you are if you're on land, underwater, or in the air. He's going to take you out. Yeah, and also he says Imperium Rex, which is his catchphrase in the comics. Of um, course. Of yes, course. I was, I was um, waiting for that the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of actually that scene uh, on the boat, really strong introduction. The first one the where they're like yeah. the divers are going down. With the drill. Terrifying. Absolutely. Like it's like it's it's like a horror film at that point. Yeah, time. because because you have these characters that are like they come in and they're like, Oh yeah, we're just drilling and they come across Vibranium, which is a one in a billion chance apparently that they were gonna get it, and they just find some and that's what sets it off. The bit that really gets me is the horn that goes yeah. off and all the men just leap into the ocean to kill themselves. That's a fucked, that's twisted. But yeah. that's like, but like going back to like sailors, like the siren song that draws sailors to their deaths kind of a thing. That's what that is. <laughs> like, it's horrendous. Um, how do you feel? Okay. I, okay. I want to say as well, um, the way they found the vibranium is because of the vibranium detecting machine. Yes. Uh, that was made by Riri Williams. Um, I really like Riri Williams as a character in this. I'm not sure how I feel about the vibranium detecting machine as a plot device. <laughs> but it does, it's a kind of bird, one, bir- one stone, two bird situation because you then get introduced Namor and Riri back to back. You, you anger Namor and Riri's the reason why he's angered. And so then you have Wakanda come save her. Um, mm-hmm. I I feel like it was one of those where when you're writing the script, you put it down and go, that's kind of the, it seems it's the safest option. Like we could come up with a more convoluted plan of how she gets involved in this. Maybe she's the only one smart enough to stop it. But if she's at the source, she's the reason why they found the vibranium and angered him. I um, suppose, yeah. Otherwise, the argument is that, oh, they just stumble upon the vibranium. And mm. then they just stumble upon Riri Williams. So yeah, so the idea would be they stumble upon the vibranium accidentally, and then Riri somehow gets involved because either 
he she brings finds a piece her. to MIT and experiments on it or something yeah like, like Martin that. Freeman's like this is my new sidekick Riri Williams she's really good and uh, yeah. she can help you out Shuri like but why would he give Shuri Riri when he knows Shuri's like the smartest person in the whole world like surely she could figure it out herself yeah, it's very strange. And look, as you say, it's probably the simplest option is just, oh, Riri made the machine um, for homework for a college project. I, look, I, obviously that's a bit far-fetched, but I also, there is a part of you in the movie that just is a bit of a buy-in where like I was kind of watching it going, yeah, I can see why they've done that. I feel like that's the simplest least complex way of moving the story along she's coming yeah, to the then, drill let's get exactly to and once that's out of the way it's like here's this new great character um because like just her interactions with people sound like they're just very natural like she talks yeah, like a human in this movie. yeah dominique torn plays her um, yeah. and i think she does a really great job um i think and i think that's the script i think the screenplay um also right coogler uh co-wrote the screenplay yeah so He's all over this, but you can. One of Ryan Coogler's strengths is he makes people talk like humans, which is one of like it's. I think that's the most relatable thing you can do in a movie. There's the, a lot of the problems these movies are having is people aren't talking like humans. They're talking like Joss Whedon came up with them, yeah. <laughs> like for all of these movies. Um, whereas in this movie, people are just kind of reacting just in silly ways. Um, just like what the, a great scene that I feel like uh, is really good is when they go into Riri Williams' room and like yeah. you have you have a Koya there and you've got Shori and she like has the doesn't she have like a heater and she's like you get out of my room and they're they're like just talking shit to yeah. her constantly so like um, you're no threat at the minute like, <laughs> <laughs> and then she like uses the dagger like you brought a dagger in here what the fuck man <laughs> it's really fucked up um but i it's one of those where you could just have quips as well but it has a bit of a, a human side to it that scene that really yeah, makes yeah, you like, like everyone yeah it's not just it, yeah, it's not, hey, like this character because they're quipping. It's mm. like, make this character likable and we will like them. Um, a massive, uh, what I wanted to ask you actually was the cinematography. Um, yeah. To me, really stood out. Really, really beautiful film. Um, really, do- and a lo- some of the shots, handheld shots is some of the ones that I really like. Um, it's yeah. not one they often go to, but it's a great for showing like, Everything's not steady here. This is kind of a fucked up situation everyone's in. This, yeah, this is this is pretty twisted. Um, no, it's it, it is like the cinematography in this is gorgeous. A, a lot like the stuff in the water all looks oh, really yeah. good. Uh, like Talokan as well, just how it's designed is gorgeous. But then during the attack on Wakanda, where they're flooding the place, yeah, that's a lot of handheld and specifically like ground level. Like it's mm. not from you know the palace overlooking the city and seeing the water come in like you are beside the wall as it breaks looking up at this wave coming in and, and i think the handheld look it really helps i'd be mean, like not to get too into the weeds here but it really helps because a lot of people know these are all done on sound stages like yeah. all of these movies that they always have that blurry background and the the, the actors always there in the front that it's clearly some of it, it doesn't look very real that we've been talking about it recently um, and that maybe has a bit of a disconnect for the, the human brain, whether you like it or not. But if you've got that handheld camera, there's something about that that, like, 
your brain kind of overrides the fact that they're on a sound stage to be like, well, it's got to be slightly more real because it's yeah, not weirdly, as polished. The idea that someone is holding the camera makes it feel more real. <laughs> because which is it's very not like strange. it's not. It's not. I don't think it's as polished as a like camera's perfectly set up. Everything looks beautiful. Uh, background is all blurry. We're just here. Like it's clearly like done afterwards in and in they add the effects in afterwards where handheld kind of gives the idea that like the effects are already there they're just yeah. kind of filming it as we speak yeah no and it like it's it does a lot to make this like quite out there world and concept feel you know more, more real um mm. the how did you feel about um when do, do you know when, when they go to the desert um and they're like going to burn the the funeral clothes. Yes. Um how did you feel about Shuri just immediately being like, no, there's there's nothing like there's no ancestral plane, there's none of that. Um and um, then, no, I understood that though, as as her character. Like she's yeah, clearly not over it. Yeah, and but then but like the way then that she grows and then I like when she comes back from the ancestral plane. She's just angry. She's yeah. like, "That was stupid. That was dumb. I hated that." Because, but I, I, I think they did a really good job there because she's like, "There's no ancestral plane. It's all fucking stupid. I'm just going, and I don't want to be involved in any of your weird stuff, right?" Yeah. Because she's obviously still like torn up and hurting inside. But then when she goes there, and Michael B. Jordan is fucking sitting there. And it's a bit of her that, like, I love that character trait that, like, there's a moment where she's like, I don't really believe in this, but I'm going to go there anyway in the hope that T'Challa yeah. will be there and I'll get to talk to him. And or I'll get her to talk father to or her yeah. mother or like, someone. And there's, this, there's a little bit inside her to be like, that wants to believe. And then when she sees him, she's just like, oh, fu- I Why know I fucking you? hate this. And it's like, it makes it even worse because you got your hopes up even just for a slight moment. That it was yeah, going to be better. And, and I love how the fact that, like, it, it does play into a lot of things because uh, it's just um, um, Michael Killmonger, in, like, just focus on that for a second. I like how the fact that he became king of Wakanda, that still matters because even M'Baku is saying in the meeting, he's like, I was the only one who didn't accept this dude. The rest of you let him walk in and yeah. just take over. Yeah. Like I like how that's still a sore spot in the world. I al- I also think um Mbaku, Winston Duke playing Mbaku, I think he was over underutilized in this. I would like to see a bit more. I understand though it was Angela Bassett, Letitia Wright, they're like they're going hard and then like Lapita Young goes in this as well, killing it. Oh like, yeah, doing great work. Like she, uh, what really uh, amazed me. That, I'll come back to Mbaku in a second, but Nakia, like when she gets reintroduced, there's this charisma that comes straight back in that like you didn't realize was missing until like, and obviously such a talented performer that like yeah. she walks on screen, and you're just like, oh yeah, charisma's back. Here oh we yeah, go. she's one of the best. Okay, yeah, perfect. she's one of the best in the world. Okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, and the and she as well, like the her response to because the Queen Mother says, "Oh, um, we missed you at the funeral." Her response to that is very real mm-hmm. because she's just like, "Look, I'm sorry. I didn't want to. I didn't think it would be right. I didn't think I'd be able." Kind of a thing, 
And it, yeah. it was just a very nice moment, I thought. And then you find out later on there's another level to that. But it's yeah. good that she didn't tell her then. Yeah. Well, I suppose we'll talk about that other level in a bit. Um, mm. But just on M'Baku for a second... I, he might have been underutilized. I would have liked to see him more, but I also think he got better play than he did in the first Black Panther because mm. he's much more, not even wiser, but he's more of a counsel to Shuri in yeah. this one. Like he's not the older brother, but he, he, he even says, I promised your brother I would do everything I could to help you. I, and I like that. He's like the brother's friend who's like, yeah. I look after your little sister when you pass away. Like and uh, yeah. he he she's not going to listen to him, but he can still be there to be like, look, this is what I think. It's up to yourself, but I feel like you could do this if if you need to. Um, I I do. I I think I just like Mbaku as a character. I would have just like more scenes of him beating the shit out of people. <laughs> and is he then with the end of the film? Is he the king then? Because the film ends with part of it is that um. So okay, so Shuri becomes the new Black Panther. That's yeah. all fine. We'll get to that, but it ends with you know the 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 challenge for the king, yes, um, for the for the throne that they had in the first movie. It ends with that, but Shuri doesn't show up, and Mbaku just announces that he's here to challenge. So presumably he wins by default, unless somebody else steps up. But yeah, he would be king, and she would be Black Panther then. Yeah, so she like yeah, because presumably she has no interest in being king. Um, or queen, and, uh, queen. Excuse me, uh, but Abaku was shown to be very level-headed throughout mm. the whole movie, like as a good ruler would be. So, I mean, that would be that would be a pretty cool duo in terms of him being the king, but she's like the powerhouse. Like yeah. she, she's the one that protects everything. Yeah, and I like the bit when she jumps in in the Black Panther suit and he tests. He's like, "Okay, are you stronger than me?" And she fucking is. Yeah, exactly. And I, yeah, I, I actually never even considered that. But yeah, he would be king by default. default. Because there's, cause I don't think anyone would challenge him either. No, because he's the second best behind yeah. her. Exactly. So, and people like him. Like he, they look, they, they always go to the Jabari for help. To be oh like, yeah, like hey. even when the whole city's destroyed, like they go straight up to him. Yeah. To like seek refuge up there. Like he's yeah. going to protect them. And he is like, okay, of course, come on in. Um, yeah. So I, I like that. I like that for that character. And I think it does fit. And it frees up Shuri then to do all of the Black Panther stuff. And and I think she works a lot better in that role. Like she doesn't, ha- and she's also seen what being king and queen did for her brother and her mother. In yeah. that, like they're both dead now. Like she doesn't want anything to do with that fucking royal area like it clearly is a dangerous dangerous place to be so like she's seen that and has thought maybe i'm just going to be black panther um in my own way just i don't want to be involved in any of the that weird stuff that goes on exactly yeah and i think and look as surely as the black panther i think that was always going to be once um chadwick boseman sadly passed away i think that was the next logical step yeah. Is that Shori would take up the mantle, which she has done in the comics as well. That 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 is a a thing that has happened before. And, and look, I, I actually kinda think it works on both levels in terms of like people were saying, Oh, I'm back who could be Black Panther. But I think he's more interesting as a character who's not Black Panther. Like he's so interesting as the guy who thinks he's the most powerful, but there's one person he can't beat because they have superpowers. Yeah, so he's, he's like Vegeta. the best yeah, like he, but like I, I love the idea that like he's like the leader of his people, 
but he's like look there's somebody else but that's fine I think he's an, an inter- a more interesting character otherwise he'd be just so cocky all the yeah. time I think that's it but I also love how these super powerful characters you know like T'Challa and like Shuri still treat him see and treat him as an equal and like no 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 you've like earned your place at the table oh he's a warrior like he, yeah. he's a pure warrior Exactly. He's a warrior. He's a ruler. He's a diplomat. Like he's everything. Mm. Um, like it's, I, th- I think that just says a lot more about him than if he were to become the new Black Panther. Yeah. And, and I, I like, I think, uh, Shori was always going to be Black Panther. I don't see any issue with that. Like, I, no. I think, I mean, what, what else were you to do if, like, if the character was to stick around in Marvel, I mean, you could just not do a second Black Panther movie, but if the character was to stick around, she's the logical next step. Yeah, yeah. There was an argument I was seeing online. There was a whole recast T'Challa thing. Um, the argument being that, you know, it, it is terrible that this person died, but the character could still go on and the character could still be someone's favourite character. Mm. Um but I think I think that's where you get away with like it's a mantle like and it's all it's in it probably in all of comic like Marvel comics that's the best mantle that there is because it's always passed down and it has been yeah. for thousands of years essentially. Yeah, I, I yeah I I just feel like it, it it's the best idea. and I also think that Namor is a really good uh, opposition for her as it's her great first, foil for sure like, as her first out because he is her if. Like she lets the anger and the grief take over. They're like, we're we're better than everyone. We should just take them all out. Like this is yeah. what we, and that was Killmonger's idea. But Killmonger's thing was we get them on the hop to be like we're better than them. Let's just take them all out. Like they did this to us. Let's fuck them up. Whereas Namor's like a deeper level where he's like, we. I was happy hiding, but then they came to me. And now I'm either with you, you're either with me or you're against me because I'm going to take them out. Yeah, and and he was his argument is also like, no, listen, you you revealed Wakanda, you revealed vibranium to the yeah. world. That's on you. Us being potentially being discovered came from the fact that you revealed vibranium, and so they, you they need to take some ownership for, for that. Yeah, so th- that and he's like, it's kind of your fault. So all I'm looking for is maybe a bit of support while I'm doing the bad things that I have planned. Yeah, his and his whole thing is just like, look, I'm just going to kill the person that can make the machine, mm. and and that's it. <laughs> and what's weird is Wakanda is fine with that until they get to know her. <laughs> yeah, it's but also Wakanda has proven. That like as a whole, like they're just gonna do anything to stay hidden. Like that was proven in the first one. Yeah. To be like we're, we're and I do like. Well, this the, is it. Yeah, he's like he. The king killed his brother as well. Like to yeah. keep Wakanda safe. So I mean, what they'll do anything to keep Wakanda safe, and so all they're hearing is like we just got to kill one person. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's yeah. let's do that. But obviously, then you have Shuri who's involved in it. That's like. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Maybe we should, you know, talk to them. Because Maybe. even though she's hurting, she's still a logical character. Yeah, she doesn't... There's no, like, Daenerys immediate insanity that happens for Shori in this movie. No. Which I think could have been very easy to, to throw some of that in. I, I love the Shori-Okoye uh, dynamic. Um, I love that, like, everyone's afraid of Okoye. 
because like the Dormelage are like just fucking straight up killers like they are just the, the best of the best and it's proven at the very start of this movie with the French infiltration team just getting all taken out one yeah. by one um, but you also have this moment where Shoei doesn't really see her as a warrior more so just as like a sister so like she's just taking the piss over while she's going around yeah and they have that like so Shori and is it Ao? Um, Ao is the yeah Ao is the the one with the small knives. Yeah, which is great. Um, and I like how Okoye is kind of like stuck in her ways and old fashioned in this movie. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I just want my spear. That's all I need. Shut up. <laughs> uh, but they both get basically Iron Man suits in this movie as well. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I think they're cooler when they don't have them. But I mean, yeah. Let's let's stop with the Iron Man suits and maybe it makes I feel like it made Riri Williams less cool because now everybody's got an Iron Man suit. Yeah. And I look, also, I fucking love the like scrapped together Riri Williams Iron Man suit. Like the first one she has. Yeah. Like that's that's the best looking one to me because the rest of them just look like you know, you took them right off the 3D printer and just started and, wearing them. And they use the oxygen thing again. Yeah, <laughs> they're all shoes in that. I didn't think they'd bring it back, but when they did, I was like, "This motherfucker's going to come up later in the movie." That, but that's also, yeah, it is. That is going to happen. But also, there is the, in, from a character point of view, where it's like Tony Stark figured that out, you know, in in universe like nearly twenty years ago. So, like, even though she has similar suits and access to great technology she still hasn't learned all the lessons mm. you know it's it's not just like and here's you know your one-to-one iron man equivalent well because he, he's not really around these days no so he no he was killed by dumbledore um <laughs> poor old but, anthony fucked off so i you know from a from a character perspective it shows like riri williams has like she's a genius but she is her own character and person has her own journey mm. to go on and I also, also at the end of the film she leaves without the suit yeah she does because she prefers her one and she'll keep working on that one right yeah but Shuri is just like look i can't it's fuck it's riddled with vibranium i can't let you leave with that i can't <laughs> let you take that back to america <laughs> <laughs> because Shuri's gonna build her one that's like a Shuri suit rather than it's a riri williams suit which they're different um, yeah, I I also like that Shori now come, becomes the big sister. That she's like this this other genius. That like we have so much in common now that we can work together. And you can see them. You can see them becoming closer over the next few years. That like they're, oh yeah, they're a duo. absolutely. Yeah, that, that they have this this relationship and they've seriously bonded in their time together. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think going into all the big because there is going to be a lot of big team up stuff. Um, and shenanigans going on. I think the more relationships like that, the better. Like, you know, if there is a scene where, all, you know, they're in Battle World or something in Secret Wars and they just look at each other and it's just like, this is fucking weird, but I'm glad you're here. And, That's and a also, nice moment. And also in any situation, they're the two smartest people. So it's yeah. like every, everyone else is going to look at the two of them to be like, I can't come up with something. wait for Spider-Man to meet those two <laughs> and to just be like, completely out, out of his depth <laughs> Spider-Man in those movies is clever but he's nowhere near as no, clever he, as that. He's not, he's not as smart as those two so he's just like trying to survive and he just lo- he's like the two of you are the two smartest people I've ever met in my whole life 
<laughs> no, I I'm, I also really like that oxygen is what knocks out Namor. And I, I mm. felt like I, they did a really good job in showing that. Like, I mean, even on the attack, they mention it later on. But the bit when he like, he dies back into the water to fly back out to then yeah. start taking out more. And you're just like, well, that makes perfect sense. Of course he does. He needs more water to, because mm. to, he gets oxygen from the water. Exactly, yeah. And the... The, in the comics, the longer he's out of water, the weaker he gets. And that's a really nice scientific way of quantifying that. Mm. That it's just like, no, no, because he's breathing air and he's taking in water, oxygen through his skin all the time. Yeah, and so their logical idea is let's just fucking heat him up. Let's keep him away from the water as fast, like as far away from the water as possible for as long as time as possible. Yeah, and then when they're fighting in the ship and he just starts wrecking it, he's like, yeah. okay, I'm just going to blow up the ship. And Shuri, before she even starts fighting, she's like, okay, head for the desert. Because if we <laughs> if we explode over the desert, that's way better for me. <laughs> yeah. um, what do you feel about the ending with Shuri getting straight sliced, straight to the middle, and then that's like, just kind of slows her down and then the fight continues for another five minutes? I mean, like, she's got the vibranium suit. And the vibranium, like the vibranium fucking bead bracelets have been shown to like cure um, Everett Ross of, you know, being paralyzed from the waist down. True. So I think that that if Shori was building a suit, first of all, the heart-shaped herb would give you some kind of regenerative healing factor. And Shori would definitely build some kind of healing element into the suit. Yeah, I I think so. Um, I would have maybe like maybe a line. Where they're like, oh, I added a regenerative thing in, uh, just with, like before the battle. See, I kind of prefer that. Like, if I hear that, as you an know, audience, it's gonna I'm yeah, like, okay. oh, this woman's getting stabbed through the stomach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I, it was one of those where, like, she got stabbed. And I was like, oh, that should be the end, and then she just like kept going, and I was like, okay, cool, yeah, this Which, is going on. Yeah, but like, to, okay, but also. T'Challa got stabbed in the stomach without a suit on and without the Black Panther herb. And they just put him in the snow for a couple of days and he was grand. True. That is actually very true, yeah. Um, Well, I really love the battle in Wakanda when Namor just... Like, when they escape and... Because Angela Bassett was, like, distracted him. And then you have, like, that moment of, like, oh, we got away. And then there's like, Namor's gonna come looking for the two of you. Um, yeah, and I love, like, Nakia comes in to save them, and she shoots um, one of the, like, you know, ladies in waiting in Talokan, and the, Shuri's just like, we need to save her. And mm. Nakia's like, now isn't the time. Like, this is, like, she's an enemy, she kidnapped you, and Shuri's like, no, if she dies, then it's war. <laughs> <laughs> and she's absolutely correct. But, like, Naki is not wrong in that situation where she's like, we gotta get you out of here. Yeah, no, and she was told by any means necessary. Like, and, get and, back. and also, Nakia is aware that if she doesn't get them out, she's kidnapped as well, and then they have no hope whatsoever. So it's, yeah. either we get out now or none of us get out. Um, and Shori's completely correct in that if we let this woman die, he's going to kill all of us. And so, Namor, Namor, I love the bit where she's like, fortify the water entrances. So, like, can't get in. 
I don't want anybody and immediately breaks through because he's yeah. more and nobody's ever dealt with anything like him ever so they would have no way of knowing how to stop him yeah you know he's incredibly fast and strong he's faster in the water yeah like he's 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 a proper threat in this yeah. movie and and uh, like when he when he attacks the sea like they have no hope like there's nothing that they can do no matter how many of the our like main characters are there he's just going through them yeah and there's like even when you defeat any of the other like soldiers they just get come back like yeah there's a bit on the bridge where Anakoya even says she's like I I dealt wounds to three of them that would have killed men twice their size mm. and they kept coming like I really love the uh, slow motion explosion with the grenades that are full of yeah. water that's so cool <laughs> they're really great and like yeah that cuz cuz that's something that does it will do damage to your enemy but also it won't hurt you because it's water exactly it would just power you up yeah it's it, it's really clever and the designs as well look really really good of those um like the soldiers and citizens of Talakan. Yeah, they, 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 they I mean the costume the costumes for this whole thing are amazing like through yeah. that whole funeral scene at the start like everything to do with any, the costume designing on this is like impeccable it's um, the same team that did for the first movie and I think that did get nominated for an Academy Award I mean it deserves another one to be honest yeah. because it's just they just never miss they just absolutely smash it every single the, time they um, just nailed it they just nail it and the, my favourite bit about the attack is the bit with Angela Bassett and then Riri Williams like um, like the Queen and Riri are there and she saves her and then she yeah. dies and Namor just like I give you another week Mourn you're dead. Bury them. I'll be back. And you're the queen now, so it's your yeah. call. Like, it's it's so good. And also, just before that happens, like, the queen is coordinating things. And Riri is like, listen, I can help. And there's no, like, debate. The queen is just like, yeah, get in here. Start working. <laughs> like, yeah. like, she's she's like, you're smart. Yeah, she's aware of how capable she is. Um, yeah, that scene as well, where Angela Bassett is, like, diving down to catch Riri Williams underwater. Dragging mm. her back up, fucking gorgeous as well. Uh, like Ryan, what? Fuck me, man! It's <laughs> like so good. And then the contrast of that is like when Shori comes in, and that's heartbreaking. Watching her fucking and scream once again, for her no mother. music, just no music, just her just, in devastation. And like her mother is just like face down in a puddle of water. Like, yeah, and she it, just looks at neighbors just at the window, being like, "I'll be back." Right? That's that's what that's your queen god. So now you're the queen. Now you yeah. deal with it. And, like, this wasn't... They had, like, maybe 10 minutes to plan this as well. Like, yeah. they, like they, imagine what they could do with an actual, like, full-on assault. Like, it's it's so... It's such a good scene to show, like, Namor is not to be fucked with. But it also, I feel like, slightly hurts the last battle. Because I think that battle is so good that the yeah. last one's a bit more of a letdown. Like, it's over, like, as I said, in about 10 minutes... And it's on a boat, which seems like a terrible idea. Why would you attack Namor on a boat? Um, go to I the think ocean. It's because, yeah, but also they're risking so much damage and civilian loss if they fight in Wakanda. Mm. Um, and I think the ocean strategy is more so they can negate certain things by going out to the ocean. Like they have the sonic emitter that keeps all the whales and sharks and everything away. Mm. Uh, they have, you know, they can fight on top so that they, they, you know, they can't be jumped. They can just channel things the way that they want. Um, 
there, also the way that the Dora Milaje fight, like repelling down the side of the boat. Yeah, very, really very good. And then Shori comes in and she's like clawing and swinging and uh, like she's a, yeah. it, she's a much more agile Black Panther than yes. T'Challa was. Like T'Challa was more Captain America, like yeah. power, where she can be agility. Like she she could be more like Dick Grayson instead of Batman. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's still as effective, but just a different way of going about it. Yeah, and look, I I'm not saying the last battle is bad. I'm fi- I'm just like my idea would be the battle before is so good and so like compelling. Just watching neighbor just butcher through people. That like yeah. the next scene, I felt like the next battle had to be as like better and i felt like it was it was about it was it wasn't as good and so i was like oh it's not bad but it's just because it follows such a cool scene that yeah. it's like, it kind of stands out and maybe it's like maybe it's me and i'm naive but and may, or maybe it's a testament to the writing but like in the last the very last bit where like shori wants to kill namor and like and then she like sees her mother and she starts thinking, I, I really didn't know which way that was going to go. I think that, that Shuri could have killed him in that moment. And it's yeah. still as good of an ending. Now, I knew he wasn't going to die because he's Namor and they wouldn't do that. Yeah. But I thought it would make sense in that moment if the character did decide to kill him. I, I do think that's a testament to the writing. That yeah. I, I think Coogler, he like sets you up for the 50-50. That's what you want. Like, you want the moment where, like, is she going to do it? Is she not going to do it? Because you can see both sides of the argument. Um, yeah. Like, when Captain I, America lifts up the shield uh, to, you know, supposedly behead Iron Man, like, mm. you know he's not going to do it. Yeah. And he never would. But surely in that moment, I'm like, no, she totally could do this and she'd probably be fine in the end. But I also will say the last battle in this is a million times better than the battle in uh, Black Panther. Oh, so much better <laughs> like, like that battle is so terrible like that movie is so good and then the last battle is so terrible that like people have, I think people have like black out that scene from their head just to be like look that didn't happen it's yeah. a weird PS2 graphics in a weird room <laughs> uh, we're just not even going to talk about it in this one the VFX is much better um, really really excellent VFX in this in terms of like the water underwater um, any scenes involving any battles I feel like it's just really really good and I think Greg Coogler knew like we gotta go all out here like this there can't be a weak scene in this again um, and, I think yeah. he, and I think he nailed it yeah we can't pull any punches on this one like yeah the um, no I think overall I think it's the best movie of phase four which um, it doesn't sound like a compliment, but I think it's also much better than all yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah. There, like, there is a valley of difference between this and yeah. second best. Yeah. Who, what, what is second best? Shang-Chi, I would say, for me. We're, we're not throwing Spider-Man in, into this. No. Oh. Nah, maybe we should throw Spider-Man into it. What about is, Black is it Widow? Sony or Marvel? Well, uh, no, Spider Man is a Marvel like it's the MCU. Yeah, okay. So okay, okay. So th- it would be. I think it, at the minute it will be this, then Spider Man, then Shang Chi, then way at the bottom, Thor: Love and Thunder, and somewhere in the middle, I would put Black Widow. You also forgot the Eternals. Uh what are the Eternals? <laughs> We're not going to get into it. We're not going to get into it. um, Yeah, I mean, I just feel like this movie uh, is way better than it has any right to be, is what I would say. And I I really love the mature tone of just, like, 
debt. Like, yeah. And, and people can kind of get down and maybe you want to go to the movies and have fun. But sometimes it's cool to go to a movie and be like, like, bad shit happens. And like, how are we going to deal with it? The fallout from that from these characters that we like and that they're really emotionally affected by it, and maybe that impacts their actions moving forward. That's such a really thin line to tread, and I think they did a really good job on this. Yeah, no, and yeah, as a Marvel movie as well, to deal with a topic like death and grief Mm -hmm. and, you know, anger and recovery and all this, like, it's just such a far cry from... You know, that movie where Thor has a couple of goats that scream a lot. And the axes, he's having sex with both axes or something? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> so, I, like, I think that it's... It, and not to be, like, hy- hyperbolic or anything like that, but it shows how good movies in this universe can be. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, by, no, it's by no means the best or my favourite Marvel no. movie. But it's just, it, it, you know... It is doable. You can make a good... Also, Ryan Coogler is just incredibly talented. Just Absolutely. in general. Yeah. And maybe um, start hiring and paying talented people. And, and also, everyone in this movie is also amazing in terms of performances. Like, I think Standout would have to go to Angela Bassett. I think she's just like... Just absolutely yeah. just murdering That it. scene in the throne room where Okoye is apologising... And she, Angelabas is just like, I gave my husband, I gave my son, I might be given my daughter, I am done, (laughs) like, giving Annie (laughs) slack. (laughs) You all let him in, you let Killmonger in. Like, it's just genuinely (laughs) such a powerful moment. And, like, her as a character of the Queen is just like, holy shit, like... You're just sucked in from the with that performance. Yeah, um, yeah. I I just obviously there are some flaws in terms of you could cut twenty minutes out, but I yeah. think this movie is really really good, and I'm I'm hope everyone has seen it. <laughs> if you've yeah. this, and then d- before like because we're getting close to time on this, but the T'Challa the second. Oh yes, we forgot to talk about that. We touched on it earlier, but yeah, so uh, T'Challa and Nakia, during the five years, uh, shortly before T'Challa was snapped for five years, had a son named Toussaint, um, Mm. who was like a Haitian, like revolutionary leader, um, but his Wakandan name is T'Challa. So, So, and where do you think, do you like that idea? I do. I think it's cool. It, and it's cool that, like, what they're implying there is that there will be another T'Challa who is the Black Panther down the line. Um, yeah. I don't know, is there, like, a young Black Panther in Young Avengers or anything like that? I don't think there is. No, I, I don't think so. Also, it would make no sense because, like, he would have to eat and then he would have the same powers as Shuri, really? Yeah. Like, then they're both the exact same power level. Which is kind of weird for like a young Black Panther and an old Black Panther. Yeah, so unless it's like he has a suit or something that that, that mm. does it. Um, yeah, I think it's... I, and the, and the, the thing with um, T'Challa II is that they raised him away from Wakanda, so he's not concerned with the throne or power. No, or, like, I, I, I think it's really good in terms of as a storytelling perspective that Shuri gets to like just kind of be a big sister to 
to this to T'Challa that she now gets to and also it's kind She's of a cool it, aunt. and it also helps with like her grief that like to T'Challa is dead, but now there's another T'Challa in her life that she's like, she can put all of her efforts into protecting this kid. Um, yeah. And making him the best version that he can be. Yeah, and she's like, and and it di- and like, this young T'Challa is revealed after she says the traditional like Wakandan funeral goodbye to her brother, T'Challa. I also love that goodbye scene. That she does because there's yes. no words. There's no words. It's just a look, and she burns the thing. Oh, man, it's so good. Like I, I, I could not get over the fact that it was just letting us react like humans. It was just like yeah. let's just not have words all the time. Or it was just treating you like you were like fully emotionally developed. Like <laughs> so weird. Imagine that. <laughs> I, I didn't have Shuri going. I'm very sad. Uh, right now yeah and I feel and I don't think it would have been out of place either if she had said a little goodbye speech and it's about T'Challa but it's really about Chadwick but Mm. I think it's way better if you just have like that character thinking their own thing and we're thinking our own thing and also it it allows the audience to go through that as well like it takes into account like the audience are probably also sad about Chadwick Boseman like a worse movie would then hammer into you to be like, be sad. Do you remember he died? Like, you should be sad. But where this is like, just assumes that like, we're all just regular people and we're kind of sad. The poor man just passed away. Like, let's just not dwell on it. Let's, like, just, everyone's sad. The characters are sad. But Let you don't have to say sad. it out loud. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't need to be a big, like, statement piece. Mm. It can just be, you know, this is sad, but it's okay. Yeah, um, I think that's. I mean, do you have anything else to discuss with this movie? No, I don't think so. I'm just like I was. I was happily surprised. I really didn't know what to expect with this one. Whether whether it would be, you know, go as good as I was hoping, or um, as bad as I've come to expect. <laughs> <laughs> High praise. Hell yeah. I, and, I love last, comics. <laughs> is, is this our last big movie of the year, other than Avatar? I'm not talking about Avatar. Oh, uh, I think we kind of have to review Avatar. It's the, it's the biggest movie of the year, Sean. Can we talk about Knives Out instead? Oh, yeah, Knives Out. Yeah. Um, that I think that's already out, isn't it? I think Maybe so. Not, it might not be out for us. I think it's... It, no, it's in the cinema. It's in the cinema, definitely. I don't know. Oh, it's, it's getting Netflix the week-long yet. release. Yeah, yeah. To, so it can be in for Oscars contention. <laughs> yeah, dead right. Dead right. Um, so, Sean, would you like to take us out? That was a review yes. of Black Panther. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero or Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big thank you goes out to everyone over on Patreon who continues to support the show. Shoutouts, of course, go to Roisin the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Technically Fine Evanson, Waffles the Magic, David Clark, Sean Chuckling the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jamieson, Dominic, Anna Irish Wallers Forever Helmroos, Danny McLaughlin, No One's Ever Really Gone, Luke Hoth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Buster, Ed Ball, Sean, Connor and Connor and Lorraine have added this Patreon nickname intentionally to test Sean's lung capacity and apparently ability to speak um, and, and also Russ forget those moonwalkers and just walk perfect thank you all 
very 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 much for supporting the show if you want to join those amazing people you can go to patreon.com forward slash here's for hire podcast to do that there's also the merch store here's for hire.ie forward slash shop Twitter's at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divilment's Discussion Group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawley. I've been Sean Neal. I shall see you all next week. Bye. Bye. even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.